Hello, hello, warriors, witches, and weirdos. Welcome back to my heathen hearth. I'm your host, Ryder, and this is Shield Maiden Podcast. What is up, you guys? I made a little oops last episode. I said we were going to be doing our big Samhain episode this week, but I got my dates mixed up. Um, I'm not perfect. Sorry, friends. Uh, so our Samhain episode will be next Friday. We are in our waning phase. We're dwindling down to Monday's new moon in Scorpio, getting ready for some big reset energy. Uh, how are you? How have you been? We're like balls deep in eclipse season, and I don't know about you, but it's been a long week for me, personally. This week has been like two months long, I swear. My oldest is in kindergarten, and in case you didn't know, school-age children are just like nasty little petri dishes, and he picked up something at school, some kind of fucking plague, I don't know. And so he was resting at home most of this week, but he's back at it. Fever's gone, he's happy to be back at school back to his normal self, and we're going to talk about getting back to our witchy selves in a little bit, but first, let's pull some tarot, shall we? I am reading from the traditional Rider White Tarot deck, and our first card is the Three of Pentacles. This is showing a lack of motivation, for sure. We're having a hard time getting started, getting moving, but I think once we get the ball rolling, we'll probably be surprised by how much productivity we can get once we get in the right mindset. And our second card is the chariot, upright. The chariot represents overcoming obstacles, um, overcoming through focus and willpower. So we got to get that fire up under us and be confident in our abilities. We're going to be okay, friends. We're going to be okay. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to unstuck yourself. <laughs> See what I did there? Unstuck yourself. Um, I can confidently say I think that probably every practitioner at some point, or maybe even at multiple points, have experienced burnout in their craft. We go through these lulls, and we get exhausted and disconnected, and sometimes we just completely ignore our craft because we don't always have the energy to put forward for it. And that's okay. Um, and not to blame everything on the moon and Mercury and Gatorade and whatever planetary events are currently going on, but... There are quite a few eclipses going on, and the days are getting shorter, and the season's changing, and with those changes, our rhythms get disrupted, and so it's not uncommon to feel burned out this time of year. I think we kind of go either way, right? Like, we either get super enveloped by spooky season and it really inspires us, or we get really caught up in life and then our magic kind of falls to the wayside. And you know, if you just can't right now, that's okay, that's fine, it's totally valid, and we will be here for you if and when you decide to jump back in. Um, but that's where I'm at, and I thought we could talk a little bit about how to get back into your practice after feeling stuck. So here are 10 ways to unstuck yourself. So as we know, I was in the military many, many moons ago. Um, I was a network operator, and put simply, uh, I dealt with these network communication systems. So when the connection was lost, the first thing you check when the network goes down is your level one errors or your physical connections, um, your hard wires. So is everything plugged in? Is everything plugged in correctly and securely? So too, when we lose our connection with our spiritual practice, we need to check in on our level one errors, our health. So number one is to check in on our physical health first. Are you moving your body enough? Are you getting enough sun and fresh air? 
Um, maybe take a look at our sleeping habits. Are you getting, you know, good eight hours of sleep or are you binging Game of Thrones all night? I know which one I'm doing. <laughs> um, when When's the last time, you know, we sat down to a decent meal? Um, when's the last time there was something green on our plate? And are we hydrating with something besides pumpkin spice and Red Bull? And are we being diligent with our medications and vitamins and things? I will say that 90% of the time, if I'm feeling unmotivated, it's probably because I'm neglecting one or many of these things. And I'm probably like in dire need of a walk, or I just need to actually start using my emotional support water bottle, um, despite it seemingly being a permanent extension of my arm. Sometimes it doesn't actually get used. Oops. Uh, but yeah, try checking in on our physical health first and making sure that you're doing your best to keep your body functioning. Literally. A car can't run if there's no gas in it. And you know, you're going to have a real hard time getting up the energy to do any spell work if you aren't feeding your meat suit the energy that it needs. And trust me, I, I know, I know this is easier said than done. And if you're neglecting your practice because you're having a hard time taking care of yourself at the moment, that's okay. You know, the witch police are not going to come banging down your door. <laughs> you know, the deities are not going to smite you for not making offerings and doing tarot readings. It's okay. Your practice will be here when you get the energy and it comes back to you. But in the meantime, I am proud of you for doing your best. So number two is to check in on your mental health. Uh, maybe you're in a rut because life is overwhelming um, or busy, you know, and the mind needs to shut down and do a hard reset sometimes. And sometimes we also need to just take a little breather and step back from witchcraft and recharge so that when we come back, we can be our magical best. And more often than not, our physical and mental health can be improved with similar activities, right? We can go out in nature and take a little walk. Um, go barefoot, you know, ground yourself, get your feet in the grass. Um, maybe take a little break to read a non-witchy book. It's always nice to get lost in a little fiction. You could do some meditation or breath work. You could look into Reiki or, a, you know, a nice relaxing massage. Do whatever brings you peace and brings peace to your mental health. And at the same time, you know, sometimes the best thing to do for your mental anxieties is to just bite the bullet, right? Just do the thing that's causing you stress. This is a lot coming from me because I am not one to bite the bullet and do the stressful thing, but sometimes you just got to, you know, you got to make the phone call. You have to schedule the appointment, block your ex, delete toxic people from your life who don't deserve access to your energy. And again, I know this is easier said than done, but I can promise you from personal experience, you will feel a lot more powerful once you tackle the hard shit and your brain is able to get quiet and focus again. Number three, when in doubt, clean something. If you're feeling stuck, your energy could be just a little stagnant. Maybe do some literal cleaning. Clean your altar, clean your sacred space, your home. Rearrange shit, move shit around, move furniture. By doing this, you're gonna stir up that stale energy. So get into corners and closets and just get rid of the junk that's serving no purpose. Witchcraft is all about symbolism and intention. So think of decluttering your spaces physically as symbolically decluttering your mind. Change up your space, change up your energy. You just move shit around. Move around your furniture, move around your decor. Maybe bring in like a new lamp or a new plant and just sort of jumpstart that, that stank energy, you know? And then once everything is physically clean and feeling fresh, you cleanse. You use incense or herb bundles to smoke cleanse. 
this is like witchcraft 101, right? When in doubt, cleanse. And then sweep. Witches have besoms for a reason. So sweep all that negativity right out the fucking door, man. This could also be a great time to do some multitask cleansing. One of my favorite reset methods is to put on a simmer pot while I clean, right? So just a little moon water, um, some orange slices, cloves, cinnamon, maybe some essential oils, some bay leaf, and just let that steam cleanse my home so the air is being scrubbed with my intentions from the simmer pot while I'm cleaning and decluttering. And then when it's time to mop, I actually use the simmer pot water as a floor wash. I just add some vinegar or sometimes some powdered Tide and scrub my floors, my stairs, my baseboards um, with that really charged soapy water. This is such a great way to get out of a rut because it's two birds, two birds, one stone, right? You're being productive and cleaning your home while doing witchcraft. You're marrying the mundane and the magical and you're already back to practicing without even realizing it. And, um, let me tell you, you will feel so recharged after doing this to get that stale energy moving and just relax in a clean and cleansed home. Try it. Trust me. Number four, call your energy back to you. This is a simple but often forgotten practice. If you're feeling stuck, it could be because you need to reclaim your power. Our power can be drained by overworking or overextending ourselves. Um, it can be drained by not cleansing properly or warding and protecting ourselves or our spaces or even being around energy sucking people sometimes it could be like an annoying co-worker um sometimes it's our own kids man my kids are energy vampires they suck the energy straight from my soul sometimes but we can call our energy back to ourselves super easy and i'll share what i do to call my energy back so what I like to do is take a moment to close my eyes and ground myself. Usually I'll do this with a piece of obsidian. And I light my energy-giving candle, which is a white candle with a personal sigil carved into it. And with the candle, I light an herb bundle, usually um, like rosemary or cedar, but you can use whatever works for you. And I stand in the middle of my hearth and I imagine like I'm a deeply rooted oak tree with many, many branches and leaves. And I hold the lit bundle in my dominant hand, which is my giving hand. And I move it around my head counterclockwise and I'll say out loud, I release all energy that does not serve me. And then I imagine like dead leaves falling off my boughs. And then I put the bundle in my left hand, my receiving hand, and I move it clockwise around my head and I say, I call all my energy back to me. And I visualize my energy kind of like this white light just flowing up my roots back into my core. And I usually repeat this a couple times, two or three times, and then typically I'll wear a veil the rest of the day um, just to protect my newly reclaimed energy. Now this incantation is super easily transferable. It doesn't have to be this big production. You can do this while you water your plants or stir your morning coffee, uh, just counterclockwise, clockwise, I release all energy that does not serve me and I call all of my energy back to me. And a little witch tip, you can even do this in public or at work. You just roll your head around in a counterclockwise and clockwise circle while speaking the incantation in your mind. And people are just going to think you're like stretching a stiff neck from sitting or something. They'll be none the wiser. So yeah, call your energy back to you. Another way to unstuck yourself is number five, get inspired. 
I'm an artist. I love to paint and sculpt and create things. And when I'm feeling like I'm in a rut with my art, I go find inspiration. And so too can you do this with your craft. Go see what other witches are doing. Chances are you're going to find something to celebrate or do because there's always something happening in witchcraft. There's full moons and new moons and pagan holidays and sabbats, you name it. We're always up to something, right? So go see what other witches are doing and maybe get inspired. Decorate your altar or, you know, try a new simple working. You could research a spell or a practice that you're unfamiliar with. For example, maybe you've always wanted to do a cord cutting. You could do a cord cutting between yourself and self-doubt or between yourself and anxious thoughts. If you have any spell books lying around, maybe you try a new spell just for the practice of it. And let me tell you, there's never a bad time to do glamour magic or a money bowl or, you know, to create a protective ward. And you can also get inspired simply by dressing the part. This one's like a no-brainer for me because I break out my witchy best and I feel inspired instantly. So even if you're just going to the grocery store or something, get decked out. Experiment a little with your wardrobe, try some color magic with it maybe. Guaranteed to get inspired. Number six is trick yourself into getting back into your craft with kitchen magic because you gotta eat, right? And most ingredients have some sort of magical correspondence anyway. I'm not really a baker, like I've said before, but I do like to bake magical cookies. Um, I use like moon water and cinnamon, nutmeg, vanilla, um, honey, an egg for protection, things like that. And then I have like this little good vibe treat to like lift my spirits when I'm feeling sad. Um, and also I like to make hobbit potatoes. This is one of my favorite comfort foods when I need a boost. It's just a little olive oil, some salt, and then rosemary, thyme, and sage. And if you put intentions into each ingredient, then bam, you have another mundane task made magical. You are already back to practicing. Number seven is to set a vibe. Sometimes we can't get into the right headspace because maybe we just don't have the vibe right. And I'm all about aesthetic. It's such a key part for me for doing witchcraft is setting the right mood. Listen, I'm... I'm a master of next to nothing in this life, but if there's one thing that I can claim mastery over, it is setting a fucking vibe, dude. First, you gotta get your lighting right. So if you're listening to this, there's a pretty good chance that you have some sort of LED lights or strip lights. I already know you do, and lighting is essential. So set your little LED lights to like a cozy hue. I prefer like the sort of yellowy orange, like a salt lamp. Salt lamps are really great mood lighting. And then, Personally, I think I'd start with like a nice cleansing bath or a shower and just get all squeaky clean and then maybe relax into some super comfy clothes. I'd light like a deliciously scented candle and some incense and get a nice cup of tea with like some really witchy herbs, maybe some mugwort, um, ashwagandha, angelica root, whatever tickles your fancy. And put on some road opening oil or like a nice salve. You could smoke a little something. Crack open your grimoire, maybe maybe work on your grimoire. And while you steep those magical herbs for your tea, you can just have like a quiet little meditation or listen to a witchy podcast or some music and you know, dance a little bit, just get the vibe right. And then after that, you could journal or make art. You could craft if you're a crafty person, if you knit or embroider or anything like that. Try a little self-love. Um, any of these things is sure to get you feeling inspired. and. Last but not least, if you get your vibe right and you're still feeling uninspired, you could always resort to scrolling Pinterest or social media for ideas. Just 
be sure to double check your sources on anything you find on socials because if you know, you know. Another easy way to get out of your own way and back to your practice, number eight, is to reconnect with nature and the elements. Quite opposite number seven, unplug. If you have comparisonitis like me and seeing other witches with these really beautiful, elaborate practices, especially on social media, if that makes you feel like you aren't doing enough or like you have that imposter syndrome, log off. Log the fuck off. Get offline. Go back to your basics. You know, you are absolutely enough and your practice is beautiful and it's your own. So yeah, unplug and get back to nature. Go on a hike or, you know, just go sit in the woods or the beach if you're coastal. Uh, You could go explore a local creek. And connecting with the elements doesn't have to be necessarily something super high energy. Uh, It could even be just like potting a plant, uh, getting your hands in the dirt, maybe taking a scenic drive or bike ride or having a bonfire. You could even just eat a meal outside and, you know, just do some low energy ways to connect. Number nine is to phone a friend. A great way to get unstuck for me is being around my coven. And if you don't have a coven, that's totally fine. You don't need one. But if you do have like a witchy friend, drop them a line. Maybe like make a plan to meet up either in person or virtually and just do some kind of spell work or or divination together. This always gets me really excited about practicing because if you make plans with a friend, then you have something holding you accountable. Plus, you have like a tangible hardline reason to get back into your craft. And sometimes that's what our brain needs to get back into it. It's just a good old fashioned deadline. And lastly, and arguably my favorite way as a Taurus to get unstuck is to go shopping. Hit up your local metaphysical store, maybe even a new one you haven't been to yet, and just wander a bit. Picking up a new crystal or witchy jewelry or even just doing like a simple herb restock always jolts me right back into wanting to practice. Because like, I want to go home and play with my new toy, obviously. And you know, you also don't have to spend a lot of money. You can check out thrift stores and antique co-ops too. Some of my, if not most of my absolute favorite and best witchcraft tools are from like flea markets and like mom and pop antique shops. So just remember to give it a good cleanse when you get home, if you do that. But yeah, if you're trying to get back into your craft and all else fails, treat yourself. So that's 10 ways to unstuck yourself. I hope you found at least one of these methods helpful. And if you have a creative way of getting out of a spiritual rut, I'd love to hear about it. Send me a message at silvershieldmaiden on Instagram or email me at shieldmaidenpod at gmail.com and go ahead and hit that follow button, leave a review. And like I said, I did make a mistake last episode. It is next time in episode four that we're going to be celebrating Samhain. Uh, We'll be discussing the origins and some ways to celebrate and the spooky history. It's going to be so much fun, very exciting. You don't want to miss it. So I'll see you next time. Bye.